If you like baseball, then this is your show. Noah and Brian and Adam will host. Trashing on the umps and making hot takes. We love Joe Panic because he rakes. Yeah! It's non-stop baseball podcast. It's non-stop What is up, everyone? We are indeed back for episode 57 of the Nonstop Baseball Podcast. Welcome to all the longtime listeners and welcome to any new listeners coming over from the chicken tender reviews. Oh, Oh my God. If you watch those chicken tender reviews and said, I got to watch this guy talk some baseball. Welcome. That was crazy. Thank you to everyone uh, who watched that and interacted with that. Between those two videos, we're up to about 2,500 views right around there. Uh, not what I was expecting at all when uh, I put those right. out. Um, at least we know what the people want now. They want yes. more chicken tender reviews. I'm sorry, <laughs> was that ever a question of whether or not the people wanted chicken tenders? This is fair. People always want chicken tenders, as oh, do yeah. we. As do we. Um, and we are uh, Noah, Brian, and Adam. Here we are to talk some baseball with all of y'all. Um, so I'm Noah, Brian, Adam, how are you guys doing today? Dude, I'm doing great. I no longer have COVID like I did last week. Last week's pod was a rough one for me. Barely remember it, but uh, missed out on chicken tenders because of it, but we're back. Next chicken tender review, I'll be there, giving better oh, yeah, scores yes. than Noah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, first off, Adam, how are you? Then I have a question for both of you about chicken tender reviews. Ooh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I don't... Uh... I don't know. It's been a pretty normal week. Nice. I mean, you love a good normal week every once in a while. Um, yeah. And uh, I, the question for you is, because, uh, you know, I didn't think too much about the rating system right before that first uh, bite at Top Golf in El Segundo, the legendary location. Um, is the scale based purely off of chicken tenders or out of every food i've ever eaten like is it just based off chicken. Of to me chicken tenders yeah i think because, i rated yeah. yeah yeah i rated that first one off of just like how good is it as a food not as a chicken tender mm. we can't be comparing chicken tenders to like filet mignons it just yeah. doesn't work and as i said in the second review it was it was too harsh of a score it was and then you know you, you get you get a few more bites after the review and you're just going that was such a quality tender but i can't i can't take so, it back now well in hindsight if we gave you one opportunity to regrade right now what would you put them at oh my gosh it's it's pushing it's pushing an eight maybe like 7.8 maybe uh okay, it was right. a okay. high right. quality chicken tender and it i'm is- a i'm a harsh grader too uh 7.8 is a very high quality chicken tender in my book See, of the three of us, I'm probably the most lenient on scores. I would probably give it like a higher score, right? Between the three of us. Yeah, probably. Yep. Yeah, yeah, probably. I could I could see that. It doesn't take a lot to make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's every baseball fan's favorite time of year. It's when all-star voting opens up way too early. Um, I thought you were going to say when the Giants sweep the Dodgers. but <laughs> We'll get to that. 
no, we'll get to that. Don't worry. Adrian was talking to us about that. Um, <laughs> but uh, though this year, it feels like they opened up a little later, though the season did open up uh, uh, up later. Usually every year, I'm like, why are we voting this early? This year, it feels a little bit more right. Um, but I thought it'd be fun if we share our ballot as of today, June 12th, 2022. Um, yeah. Do we want to go position by oh, we'll start in a league, obviously, then each share each position? Yeah, I like that. Works for me. Okay, let's start off with the American League. First base, I have Ty France. Ooh. I, too, have Ty France. Make it a three-way. Yes, indeed. All right. Hey, Ty France is having a great year. Yes. Dude, and, yeah. It kind of surprised me looking at it. I was like, oh, wow. Like, Ty France is actually kind of legit. Yes. I mean, we talked about him a little bit on this podcast, but with the Mariners disappointing, we've uh, kind of looked away from him a little bit, but he's stayed consistent. Him and uh, JP Crawford both had great years for the Mariners so far. Yeah. I mean, the yep. slash line for Ty France, 329 batting average, 406 on base, 496 slugging. I mean, there's nothing else you could ask for your first baseman to do. He's getting on base and hitting for some pop. Oh, yeah. Love it. Now in the American League, the second baseman, I have Andres Jimenez. Ooh. I went the I same have, way. <laughs> ooh, interesting. I have Altuve. Oh, I think that's Old who faithful. I voted for my first ballot. Yeah, I, I just think, especially recently, Altuve's been playing pretty good ball. Um, and he's been he's been solid all year, dude. I just you I have to shout out the rookie man. Jimenez has just been not, he's been that guy this year for them. Yeah, he's been he's great. He's that guy. He's he's that guy. Third base. This was painful. I have Jose Ramirez. Oh, it's that's the right the answer. answer. Yeah, that's yeah. Exactly. Say, it's the correct answer. It's just I'm, such a crime when you look at Devers' numbers. Like, be like, man, he's not a starter as nope. of right now. No. Ooh, trying to predict a change there? Well, I mean, there's just, they're both, I mean, Jose Ramirez is only like an inch ahead of Devers, but it's a very clear inch, if that makes sense. Okay. Well, I agree. I mean, yeah. I mean, it'd be, yeah. It'd be impressive for them to not swap spots for at least a day or two, you know, going forward. That yeah. is fair. Um, American League shortstop. I had Xander Bogarts. Yeah, I, feel like I, was be- I was between Bogarts and Crawford, and I ended up going Xander Bogarts. Wow. I went Tim Anderson. Yeah, Ooh. for me, it, yeah. it was All right. between Bogarts yeah. and Anderson. Anderson's mm. offensive numbers are a little better. Both are kind of uh, shady defensively, but I watch Bogarts every day, so I feel like I'm more confident in him defensively, and he's just doing it on a Dude. team that's – in the playoffs right now and tim anderson just his 356 batting average just sticks out to me it is wild man dude is just such a good hitter oh yeah no doubt um and now well for outfield um there's one very obvious one yeah so we could just say aaron judge is on judge yeah yeah i mean he's the mvp of baseball right now yeah and then i have uh some angels in the outfield. I have Trout and Ward. Ooh, okay. I went yeah. the same exact path. <laughs> Ooh, I also have Trout, but I do not have Ward. Okay. I have Andrew Benintendi. Oh, Betty. Oh, uh, I mean, someone's, 
Yeah. And Teddy's batting for good average. He's never been a power guy, but he's batting for good average, but he's also just defensively been the best. He's been really good defensively for Kansas city. I don't Um, hate that. It's just hard to, hard to see it sometimes because the Royals suck. (laughs) Very, very, very true. Um, no, yeah, someone's got to represent for the Royals. Why not Benintendi? And it'd be cool for them to have a starter. I don't know the last time the Royals have... Oh, Perez last year, but... Yeah, <laughs> I don't know the last Other time. Other than Perez. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Perez and Hosmer have represented them well in more no, recent for years. for sure, more than well. Yeah. I think Whit Merrifield's even made the game a couple times. Yeah, I think so. That dude's fallen apart this year, though. Yeah. Two-hit Whit turned into no-hit Whit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the catch for catcher, um, the bowling ball. It is Alejandro Kirk. I went with Jose Trevino, breakout player for the Yankees. He's been having a great year. Don't sleep on Trevino. Does he have his, but like in terms of quantity, where's he at? How many? Let's see how many games I'm pulling it up right now. He's definitely not played as much as Kirk, but he's been playing I mean, a solid amount. He's played in 39 games. So yeah, no, not nearly enough as much, but yeah. I just no, wanted Tre- to shout out Trevino. Trevino has an 861 OPS, five home runs in 39 yeah. games. I mean, 309 average. I just wanted to shout him out. I knew you guys were going to go Kirk. No, yeah. he's been, he's been playing good. No, I yeah, just I think, just... I just think the stretch that Kirk has been on recently is, is nuts. Yeah, Trevino and Kirk on another level. When I when I was just thinking about it before I had any numbers in front of me, uh, I was thinking about Christian Vasquez because he's been on a hot stretch and been one of the better hitting catchers in baseball. But so much Kirk so they Trevino put him at first. Been... That kind of blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that was just giving some people a rest day on a long West Coast road trip, and we're like, Dude, I actually had a kind text of like a pseudo rest day. I had a text Noah and was like, does this guy ever play first? Cause I'm lost right now. I'm confused. <laughs> and it was great because late in the game, uh, clutch double play Xander Bogarts with a beautiful glove flip to Trevor story. And then Trevor story threw a really bad ball to first really tough pick, but Vasquez made it. And then oh. we we're going crazy. I was yelling. That's my first baseman over and over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I well, think I the mean, there's DH, only one answer for DH. And it's another easy one. Is Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. A, yeah. An extremely honorable mention to who Alex Cora was calling Ichiro J.D. Martinez because he hadn't hit a home run in a while, but has hit yep. two <laughs> this week. Uh, yeah, Jordan yeah. Alvarez, though, is just – he's a different animal right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Nuts. No, yeah. We talked uh, – I mean, I when we're – talking about his extension it's just like uh now he's like second or third in all those categories but in terms of just expected everything and how hard he hits the ball he's incredible yeah yeah no for sure now onto the national league uh this is one of the i think most obvious picks in uh all of all-star voting first base i have paul goldschmidt yeah as do i goldie yeah second base I also obvious jazz chisholm yes sir yes no i don't i mean i will throw out a jeff jeff mcneil there because uh i'll allow he, it he does both he throw he does it against both sides of the plate or both pitchers both righties and lefties yep. i mean to be Doesn't fair be- i think we all believe jazz could do it but uh it has a manager that doesn't yes i <laughs> it's so infuriating because uh 
listening to DVR and uh, Law on the Athletic Baseball Podcast, one thing they talk about is, um, you know, once a player has shown they could figure out a certain level and they come into the majors, it's like you need to let them figure out certain things at the major league level. And you're not allowing Jazz Chisholm to even have the opportunity to figure out left-handed major league pitching. Yeah. And um, I understand the Birdman, John Birdie, has been destroying lefties. But you just got to sub someone else out that day. Birdie's versatile. He's got to play another position. Jazz Chisholm needs the opportunity to grow against lefties. Yeah. I mean, I think it just depends what type of mindset the Marlins want to have. Because, like, if we look at the good teams – the good teams will play the matchup regardless. And, but the Marlins, can we consider their, them a good team? Eh, probably not. I mean, a fun team. They're yeah, a fun team. Not good. But not good yet. So I guess to that point, Jazz should be playing every day. But, well, and it's also, but like, I don't know, when it's your star star, every yeah, once in a while, fair. like yeah. you're a, a nice rest day make it fall on a lefty day just so he gets a little extra break, you know, but if, if this is like your star guy going forward, you need, like, you're just going to take him out every day. I mean, we'll get into it later, but it'll be interesting what happens with jazz Chisholm and the Marlins. Yep. Yes. Um, Third base. uh, Another one of the more obvious ones in all of this voting. I got Manny Machado. Yep. Yep. Probably the MVP of the national league. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Oh, yeah. I, I think he is at least. Yeah. <laughs> do do want to uh, shout out uh, Nolan Arenado, oh, who yeah. has yeah. been very, very good and on uh, offense and defense. He's, what's yeah. up? What's up with third base in both leagues? If there's <laughs> the number two guy is like, <laughs> yeah, absolute stud. Um, shortstop. I have Trey Turner. I also have Trey Turner. Yep. Trey Turner. Um, I'll just rattle off. Well, well I'm going to say very Mookie, obvious Mookie, right? Yeah. Mookie. Yeah. 100%. Yep. Mookie and then for I, sure. And then I got Acuna and Soto. Ooh, oh, I went Ian Happ and Jock Peterson. Oh, wow. Okay. I did go Jock, but I went Kyle Schwarber. Okay. Wow. I like the Schwarber one. I must say, I have to say my thing. Jock has to be on your list over Soto right now. I'm just... Yeah, I, I was thinking Just Soto, um, but yeah, Jock, I think, wins it out. And I'm not saying Acuna just because he has not played the games. Yeah, I, that was more of a, like a prediction pick, like over the, he's going to keep it up over the next month. Mm-hmm. Um, Soto, I was really wanting to do Jock just because I've also loved playing with him on MLB The Show. But then I was like, has he? Well, it's funny because I voted for Acuna. But I'm like, has <laughs> Peterson <laughs> done it for as long enough and then he's like he's only doing it against righties but i was like i don't know and then juan soto I, i'm just i think that's another one where i'm just predicting him to have some monster stretch which is fair that's fair trying to will it into existence he, he's he's one of the few players that is good enough where you can expect that in the future and he has like uh, 20 more walks than anyone in else in baseball or something crazy like yeah. that it's like wow i just want to shout out switch hitting ian hop 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 Hap. I don't know why I said hop, but Ian Hapman, 263 batting average, 367 on base, which that's huge for a 263 average, and 432 slugging. The guy's having a great season for the Cubs. Yeah. Definitely yeah. is. 
No, yeah. I mean, and it's kind of Soto and Hap. Uh, it's like someone needs to represent those teams. <laughs> uh, I mean, two very good candidates, uh, but they don't have a lot of candidates beyond that. Well, uh, well, well, I'll they do for catcher. my next one because I have Wilson Contreras at my catcher. So oh, that's another Cub. <laughs> I have Contreras as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just on another level hitting wise. Yeah, he's. Uh, but he's uh, been one of the best out, hitting catchers for a long shout time. Shout out Tyler Stevenson on the reds he's having he's doing the thing even though i think he just may have broken his thumb thanks but uh i want to shout him out he has a 300 average yeah yeah i mean that's that's probably your reds representative well he broke his thumb he's out a month and a half so (laughs) we'll see just but say he's on there (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean hey his ops is 829 five home runs batting 305 it's a heck of a season for tyler stevenson yeah for sure and clear stat, clear up. Uh, Juan Soto, twelve more walks than anyone else in baseball. He has forty nine. Olson has thirty seven. Hmm. Um, and my DH, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. I also have Bryce Harper. Yeah, that's the right choice. <laughs> you know, most I think like ninety five percent of our lists were the same, other than National League outfield. I think we're pretty much all. Yeah, on more the same or page. less. Yeah, more or less on the same page. Yeah. Happens when you when you talk baseball with each other a lot, you sort of form a consensus. <laughs> yeah, we're right. Everybody else is wrong. Yep. Yes, indeed. You know, just, uh, just though, like outfield's tough. Like all, I mean, I like all your guys' picks too. I, yeah, it's hard to. I, I don't think any of us against. made a wrong pick. Yeah, like, all of our picks were really good. Yeah, and none really of those are like that guy's not an all star. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, we could say that about Jose Trevino, but. I, I think he has a legit shot. Yeah, I, well, I think Trevino and then Ben Intendi, maybe the two most controversial ones, but I like the defensive value yeah. argument yeah. as well. Yeah, I feel like the defensive value doesn't get brought up enough. Yeah, yeah. I think it doesn't get brought up because when you vote for All-Star, it literally shows you it all doesn't show stats. It. And yep, it just only shows you batting. Only hitting stance, you're like, oh, that guy has a good batting average. That guy has a good OPS. Like, yeah. It's like, oh wow, Ben Intendi has like two home runs. He sucks. Like, no, he's really good, actually. <laughs> you know well, who else is really good? The New York Yankees. Dude, they are still the only team in the teens and losses. They are 44 yeah. and 16. And they're at 16. You know? Yeah. It's the Yankees are ridiculous right now. They uh, yeah, kid sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I no, yeah, and... that's where you wanted to go next. I just felt like you had said. No, well, I was gonna get to that later, but oh, okay. I'll I'll add a little bit. Yeah, and Stanton's just out here hitting 120 mile per hour home runs. Uh, Matt Carpenter launching balls into that short porch, and I did not realize I knew Judge was incredible this year. I did not realize he had 24 home runs already. That is yeah. incredible. Yeah. No, he's he, just on an unreal pace. Yeah, he's got the lead by a mile. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the jokes of like chasing Barry are kind of getting to a point where it's like, well, <laughs> if he keeps hit, the crazy part is like, as many home runs as he has, he's still not on pace to be where Barry was because Barry, I mean, seventy three in the season's just unheard kind of, of. Yeah, just yeah, absolutely ridiculous. not touchable. But Judge is definitely within reach of a sixty home run season, which we haven't seen for a while. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just crazy to think about like. We've, we've talked a decent amount about Jordan Alvarez and how good he is at batting. 
Um, you know, Judge has 24 home runs. Jordan has 17. Judge also is hitting for more average. Yeah, that's that's insane. <laughs> yeah, Judge is. Uh, Yankees are regretting not beating his uh, what he wanted at the beginning of the year because <laughs> that number is going up. Yeah, but if any team is going to just fork over stupid money, it might as well be the Yankees. Yeah, but there's a team in New York who would like to have something to say about that. <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, we'll see. And we apparently the Giants shall. are expected to make a run. Look, mean, they made a run at look, Stanton. They made a run at Harper. Look, all right. It's Aaron just Judge. Saying. Every team is going to put in an offer. <laughs> This is fair, but there's probably only like six teams that can afford that offer. Sure, sure. Yeah, but yeah, he is a player that all 30 teams want. There's nobody, there is zero teams who are going to be like, Judge, nah. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Here's what I'm going to say about the Giants. Really well-run organization, um, you know, doing great things, making the most out of the players that they get. But Sweeping if you're gonna, the Dodgers, yeah. sorry. <laughs> if you're gonna charge a hundred dollars for parking on a dirt spot, eventually you got to make a big splash. And yeah. Aaron Judge, will, the Giants are not charging a hundred dollars for parking. Where are I you parking? Was, I well, Hunter might not be parking in a good spot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can promise you the Giants are not charging 100 bucks for parking. Okay, yeah, definitely good. only I, charging I, 50. I, I've been to three games this year, and every time I've parked, it's been like 40 bucks, 50 bucks. It's okay. still ridiculous. It's still ridiculous. It's still so much. But it's not 100. <laughs> Regardless, oh, Giants need to do something. They get too well supported. They need some they and, need uh, a stud. Hunter, if you're listening, call me. I'll tell you a better parking lot. Yeah, yes. <laughs> call me right now. It doesn't matter what time it is. <laughs> um, but um, no, yeah. And uh, we got a message from Adrian uh, on Instagram at nonstop BB pod, both Twitter and Instagram. If you're Do I need curious. to get my broom ready for this message? Yes. Uh, he said he can't wait to listen uh, to the pod uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, but then he actually said, I'm not sure I'll be able to listen to an hour of Brian talking about the sweep this weekend. Oh, and a message just came in this second. Um, what was it? Um, but yeah, Brian, talk about the sweep and then I'll get back to you what uh, Adrian just said right now. Dude, so here's what I'm going to say. I'm not going to come in and be like Giants are the best team in the NL West. I, I want to, but I'm not going to because... The fact of the matter is they're three and a half back of the Dodgers and three back for the Padres. What I will say is the sweep doesn't necessarily surprise me. The Giants showed the Giants are a team that is capable on any given week to beat any top team. They are like, I'm fully, I have full faith in the Giants of doing that. They proved it last year. They are a good team this year. They've been riddled with injuries. I mean, four of your six best starting pitchers, are all on the injured list right now. Only Rodon and Webb are healthy. That's not a great look. Uh, you actually could even say, actually, Wood is also healthy. So I'll say three of the top seven are healthy. Uh, it's not a great position to be in. The bullpen's been shoddy. But they, like Dominic Leone, a reliever, came out and said, like, this is what we're capable of. When we're clicking, we can beat any team, any given weekend. And, I mean, they showed it. They're... I, nobody's going to want to face the Giants in the playoffs. They're just one of those teams that are scary. 
Yeah. Um, well, along the lines of that, um, what Adrian was talking about, uh, he asked, does the Giants doing what they did this weekend catapult them back into that level that they were at last year? Do you start to see that a little bit more? He said, clearly the Dodgers are good, but they can also be beat. Padres were, what, four games back from them about a month ago. Now they're a half game behind them. Uh, maybe hinting at a little Padres or Giants being in the run for the NL West too. Um, and then after we get done with that, he's asking about where do we think the Joes that got fired might end up? <laughs> uh, to answer the first one, I mean, whoever wins this division is going to be whoever wins like 105 games, 103, 104 games. Like, I, it's way too hard to say if it's going to be the Giants, Padres, or Dodgers way too early. I mean, obviously, if you have to bet, the Dodgers are probably the safest bet. Uh, but you know what? The Padres are a really good team. Giants are a really good team. I think the Giants just kind of want to get in the playoffs, though, rather than win the division, especially with the extra wild card. It's not like as much of a in like it's not as much of a need to win the uh, division. And I think last year kind of hurt the Giants and the Dodgers because they had a battle until the last game of the season to try winning it. And I think it was the death of both teams in the playoffs, ultimately. Yeah, I don't have I mean, I still have the Dodgers as that clear favorite they're going to be getting healthier throughout the year as well some stronger offensive performances from some disappointment so far um and then also in terms of run differential they're like over 50 runs better than both the padres and giants um and we got to note that's mostly on runs allowed because runs scored or at least the giants are very close to runs scored and the padres are actually close runs allowed wise so the padres have scored less the giants have given up more no, yeah, and the Dodgers pitching is going to get healthier as yeah. the year goes well, on, which yeah. is crazy yeah. to think. It's just ridiculous. We also have to note that Walker Bueller left the game hurt early uh, with an arm issue. It looks like Walker Bueller might be missing a long time, and oh, that wow. is not something you want to hear because Walker Bueller, when healthy, is a problem. Oh, yeah, absolute problem. Um, but, I mean – if the Giants and or Padres uh, get some key additions, especially in terms of bats, uh, then it, it, things start to get even more interesting. But I do think uh, both of those teams will need to add to seriously contend for the NL West. Yeah, the crazy thing is like the Giants are missing one of their best hitters from last year. Lamont Wade has played like five games all season. Like a healthy Lamont Wade could go a long way for this team. But I still agree. I think they need another right-handed bat. They need someone that's going to, I mean, I love how the Giants play the matchups, but they need like a stud stud that's going to be in there every day. See, I, I'd argue that's Yastrzemski right now. He's kind of flashing back to his MVP season. If you look at his stats, they're kind of impressive, but I get what you're saying. I get what yeah, you're saying. They need another one. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I, I mean, I love Yastrzemski too, yeah. but I just, I want well, someone else. Yeah. And it doesn't help that you lost Posey, obviously, and Crawford's playing nowhere near the levels last year, so is what it is yeah um adam thoughts on the nl west i mean it's second craziest division in baseball (laughs) it's it's gonna be it's a battle at the top uh, is it though i don't know the central's kind of crazy the al east is i was yeah al east is the craziest division but i mean dude the al central and al west are kind of insane too yeah, but those are insane for different reasons. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Fair. 
very fair. <laughs> I, mean, I guess I'm more meaning crazy in, in like crazy competitive. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, like the AL East, their fourth place team, if you put them in any other division, has the best run differential, or or not every other division, but earlier this earlier today, I think so. Yeah, but the Astros just added a few to their run differential, so not in their West, but yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, it'll be the same thing. As, as it was last year, it feels like where the fourth place AL East team is the best or second best team in any other division. <laughs> like it's crazy. Um, but you know, that's the NOS is in a similar, is in a similar spot. You've got three teams that are just going to be brawling at the top for the whole season. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Um, well, Brian's team's on a high. Uh, my team is on a high too. The Red Sox just went on a 10 game West coast road trip and won eight of those games. One of the losses was an absolute heartbreaker where they had to lead to just the fun differential Mariners had to sneak one out. But yeah, things are going great uh, for the Red Sox. Um, CG shut piece for walk on the trip. Uh, Devers is eating an ice cream cone in his post-game interviews. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's awesome. And they're heading back to Boston for a little bit now. Um, are you shouting out streaks right now? You want us to show? Because I mean, it's streak week. It is For good and bad. Streak week. Streak week. Good and bad. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with some good streaks. I mean, the Atlanta Braves, eleven and zero in their last eleven games. Yeah. Uh, I mean, are we surprised by this though? I mean, a little bit. They hadn't really been that good. I mean, um, it looks like their hangover wore off the World yeah, Series. It may be. Um, you know, it, it was, is enough to bypass the Phillies. Um, yeah. even though the Phillies have been playing really well as, as of late as well, nine um, and one in their last 10, very impressive out of Philly. Yeah. They were on playing a 10 inspired baseball. Indeed. No mojo. No <laughs> mojo. And then dude, we got to shout out the Marlins seven and three in their last 10, the Padres seven and three in their last 10. The Cleveland Guardians seven and three in their last ten. Yeah, oh, dude, yeah. those Guardians are low key good. I gotta talk about um, Oscar Gonzalez. Uh, talk about generic baseball name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he has been on fire recently. Um, from May twenty sixth through June eleventh, he put together a fifteen game stretch where he had twenty five hits, nine doubles, six RBI. Uh, slash line of 417, 426, 567 for a very hungry 993 OPS. Um, That's so not yeah, even a real time. And not even a real time. We love those. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Kwan, uh, not a superhero anymore, but he's still getting on base at that 363 clip. So the Guardians are finally starting to develop some hitters. Uh, they have Naylor, who's a, a lot of them a power hitter too, but they also got Gonzalez and Quan or these little slappy guys that, um, you know, aren't as popular in today's baseball, but they're very valuable for Cleveland right now. And I mean, I'm feeling good about this Cleveland team. Everyone's talking about white Sox or twins, but both of them, I mean, twins have been excellent this year, but, uh, white Sox have been super disappointing, but it feels like, you know, maybe both the Twins and White Sox end up being a little disappointing second half and Cleveland just sneaks in there. Dude, if Fran Reyes gets hot and adds like another power bat to this team, I mean, Jose Ramirez is ridiculous. Andrews, Andres Jimenez, who we had on our all-star ballot, like, dude, this team low-key is pretty good. Yeah, no, I agree. 
I think they're, they've they've definitely shown that they're better than what I anticipated them to be. Does I didn't rank them highly at the beginning does of the Cleveland year. Cleveland try making like are they buyers at the deadline? Could be. That'd be wild. That'd be a fun Benintendi landing spot. Ooh, that would actually be. I do like, like that. Give them he, another. I mean, they do have a lot of contact hitters already, but like, just fully lean into it. Why yeah, not? Yeah. You, you, turns out getting on base good. <laughs> getting on base is good. <laughs> Believe it or not, have them get on in front of Jose Ramirez and just. Oh yeah. No doubt. Well, but I want the Guardians to win. I'm. I like this. Yeah, I like it too. Even though um, I like the Twins, but. <laughs> yeah. What's another streak that was going on this week? Uh, uh, I mean, the Oakland A's, they're, they're solid. They're, they went on like an 11-game losing streak. Shout out the A's. Yeah. yeah. Sh- shout out to lo- uh, loyal listener Derek. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> very anti-dance guy. Uh, the, <laughs> the A's fans were dancing in the crowd uh, a few a week or so ago. And he was like, why are we dancing if we are so far under 500? And then uh, us on... got to do something at the game. Yeah, you got to do something at the game. And also, we replied, uh, those fans have no idea that there's a baseball game <laughs> happening. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you watch the video, they definitely did not go to watch the baseball game. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah. yeah He's uh, not, not good at baseball. Guess what no. happens when you... Just don't care about your team. Somehow, yeah, twenty. Yeah. Not yeah. the worst record They're, in baseball. Yeah, twenty-one and forty-one right now. Um, they did win a game because Ramon Laureano yelled at all of them. Um, uh, Derek said we got to give him the C on his chest, and he said that there should be no more dancing until we're back to five hundred. My question for you: Let's start with Adam. What year do you think that will be? <laughs> <laughs> um. It will be whatever year all of the prospects they got for all of the wholesale trades that they made uh, this season finally get called up. So yeah. 2024, 2025, somewhere around that. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, probably. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll, yeah, we'll say the the back half of 2025. Okay. Yeah, I mean they could sneak out an opening day win uh, next. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Hmm. Um, I didn't think about that. But for now, if you're in Oakland and blow the whistle comes on, you can't dance. Where does uh, Loriano go? I don't Guardians? know, man. I mean, Guardians would be fun, too. Honestly. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. I want the Guardians to make a move now. I went from <laughs> wanting them to trade Jose Ramirez to wanting them to acquire people. Jeez. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think that, they, yeah, they, they really could be buyers, though. Yeah, no, I want it. I mean, we but, uh, shall see. Um, but another historic streak that actually oh, yeah. ended this week, the Los Angeles Angels lost 14 baseball games in a row. Yeah, that's that pretty bad. Um, yeah, vibes in Anaheim were not ideal. Um, I did get an empty Sprite can thrown at my head simply for chanting, let's go Red Sox. Um <laughs> Not not Vibes. good fan behavior. Uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to me for finding my inner zen. Uh, Did you blow him a kiss? That's what I would have done. <laughs> no, he was in his little uh, rich rich boy box, like he was weighing a Aww. tower. So I 
So that's honestly that's the only reason a, you, at. you can't be in a like private area throwing stuff. Come yeah. On. I was like, I was like, come, yeah, he's not throwing. Trust me, this guy was not going to be thrown at six five me <laughs> if he's not in a private <laughs> box. Um, but uh, it, I was so glad that the Angels lost that night. Uh, but I'm also glad that the streak ended because I do like the Angels. Just did not like this person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, PSA: Don't throw stuff at baseball games unless or you're a player. <laughs> like any sporting, yeah. Don't throw baseballs anymore. <laughs> Just the pitcher goes up there Just and stop. be like, can't throw it. Not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> Let, but any sporting yeah. event, if you're a fan, just like be a good person. Yeah. Especially if the person you're throwing something at is literally just cheering on their own team, not even <laughs> saying anything negative about your team. Yeah. I, people are crazy, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been tough to watch the Angels throughout. Even like since they've won, it just seems like not only that they're just losing tough games, but they find ways to lose too. There's some errors. It's just yeah. leaving men on base. It's it's rough. Um, Dude, imagine having the two best players in baseball on your team and sucking. And being bad. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's it's rough. Not the first time I said this on this podcast. I know, which is awful. I'm sure it won't be the last. <laughs> no, it will not be. Man, it's 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 a darn shame, truthfully. Well, well, here, what are we thinking? We could do I could do a little deep dive of, of stats on a specific player that I think we need some love on, or we could talk about our reactions to the Joes leaving us. <laughs> the Joes <laughs> leaving us. <laughs> it like worked, we died. Worked out for the Phillies. It yes. has worked out great for the Phillies. Uh I think they have zero regrets about that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I mean, just got to fire the boys up in some way. I don't think in terms of actual like strategy or anything it changed much, but maybe the vibes are a little different and vibes are important when you're playing a game where you're playing every single day. Yeah. Gotta be vibing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, with uh, the angels, it just, it, I mean, it seems like Phillies is just like, we just need to vibe refresh the angels. It seems like Madden didn't get along with front office. Yeah. they. Were yeah. I don't know. Bad vibes. I mean, anytime you lose 14 straight bad vibes. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's possible to lose that much and have good vibes. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Pretty. You're just, your team's just dancing on the field. Like they're watching an A's game. <laughs> losing 14 straight. <laughs> I mean, oh, no. I've been on a team where I lost 14 straight and we had good vibes. That's also because hey. it was recreational slow pitch softball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's also because you're probably you're allowed to drink during the game. Yeah, there are some <laughs> other recreational activities. <laughs> oh, well, self-medicated vibes. Yeah, those, those losses were still hard. <laughs> yeah, no, not going to lie. <laughs> some fights broke out uh i I definitely did not yell at another team i would never (laughs) did you boo your own fans i I, I was probably ready to (laughs) well speaking of some uh, vibe controversy um vibe police over here the marlins had a 90 minute team meeting before a game recently 
apparently we don't know exactly what it's about. We'll learn more. There's some reports that is mainly just about, you know, not wanting to talk about each other behind your backs, just get any problems we have out in front of each other. Um, and some talks about it maybe being a lot of jazz Chisholm centered, though that's not for sure. So, but um, definitely there's some bad vibes going on. Imagine there's just a team meeting and they're just like, yeah, we all hate you. And he's like, but I'm so cool. I just, he just, I just, he just looks at them and is like, yeah, but I'm better than you. I, yeah. I just cannot fathom a team meeting that is jazz Chisholm centered. And it's not about how do we get the rest of the team to be like jazz Chisholm. <laughs> or it's not the team telling coach he needs to play against lefties. Like, yeah, like that's wild. But like, do the Marlins want to be a last place team? Cause they're really close. And without jazz, of, they're definitely yeah. there. Yeah, it feel, feels like it sometimes. Like, are we gonna see the Marlins trade Jazz Chisholm? I hope not. Yeah, he just it would feels be like he such a Marlins move. It would be a very Marlins move. And like, I don't know. I understand that. I I understand how some old heads from afar could see Jazz Chisholm and not like him. How like his flair, his swag, all that. But if you actually like watch Jazz Chisholm and like listen to him, like he does like. I mean, well, he does everything. One, he plays as hard as he can all the time. Um, and he's very respectful, I feel like. Um, but it's just some things look a certain way. Like, I watched this video where he went to the MLB The Show offices, and he had his AirPods in the whole time, <laughs> which I thought was funny. And, like, in my mind, I'm like, I wouldn't do that. But, like, when you actually, like, hear him talking to everyone, he's, like, super grateful to be there. He's all upbeat. Um but I think sometimes it's more optics with jazz than his actual substance. Um, mm. But I love both <laughs> the substance and optics from jazz. Oh, yeah. No, I think baseball needs it for sure. Yeah, they need more jazz. To a good team. Well, and the best news is coming out from all this. Well, not only jazz has been, jazz and the Marlins have been killing it since then. But he also said, I have that tool that's called, I don't care. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just go out there and have fun and love which, to hear that after a meeting, which is a great tool to have, like yeah. being able to just not care about things can be bad, but for the most part, I would say is a good thing. Uh, yeah. Um, Dude, why does jazz Chisholm not play shortstop? That's just like a weird question. Does he not have like a good enough arm or. I don't know. I don't know. I need Couldn't to look more into that. I'm not the it's coach. Really <laughs> I really need to look more into that because, like, he just doesn't play shortstop, and he seems so athletic and makes such good plays. Like, I don't know. He came up as a shortstop. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll have to look into why. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess. Well, last little storyline before we get into maybe some stat stuff. Uh. Well, we fired the Joes. Yeah. Um, now yeah, we filed, this, fired our producer named Joe. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just, just oh, in the spirit of everyone firing Joe's. We just thought we'd follow along. No. Yes. Yeah. If our production value is exactly the same. Blame Joe. But, yeah. It's because <laughs> Joe sucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, another crowd is looking for their manager to get fired. Uh, the White Sox uh, broke out a fire Tony chant. Um, Dude, they named a whole section of their field after Tony. You think they're going to fire him? God, I hope so. 
We're gonna talk about from last year, <laughs> dude. Man, we want to talk about vibes. Oh god, Tony has bad vibes. <laughs> Literally ruined your mean Mercedes career, who's now been DFA'd. Yep. I hope your mean Mercedes goes somewhere and just bangs. Cleveland. <laughs> I don't know. If they need I don't change, think you need. I don't, I don't know down. about that. It'd be fun though. Oh man. Yeah. No. The uh, yeah. The fire Tony chance. Yeah. The White Sox, I mean, they've definitely been underwhelming. Um, they might be the most disappointing team so far for me. They're up there. Um, they really should not be under 500 ever. They're better than that. Um, yeah, uh, maybe getting rid of Tony is part of the solution. Who knows? No, yeah. I mean, well, and earlier this week against the uh, Dodgers, had a very controversial, controversial, intentional walk. Mm. Um, and then Dodgers came back to win after that. It was a two-strike intentional walk after a wild pitch moved the runner over to second. He went uh, intentional walk to get the lefty-lefty matchup. Max Muncy. Yeah. yeah. Max, Max Muncy said, thank you very much. Uh, and uh, yeah, made Tony pay. Um, and then apparently today, uh, Kopech had to leave the game early. And then at some point, I don't know if this is true. I saw it on Twitter. Dylan Cease was warming up in the bullpen. And it's like, Dylan Cease is our young stud. I understand we're in a tough spot right now. But uh, let's not throw him on short rest in the middle of the season. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Uh, stuff from the tone, the tone. Questionable vibe. decisions out there in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they would be funny if they fire him. What do they do with that section? Do they change the name? <laughs> do they make it <laughs> like a garbage can only? <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, that's rough. I also um, want to shout out Jock Peterson though, because um, in that Giants Dodgers series. Dave Roberts walked him, intentionally walked the batter in front of him to face Jock lefty lefty. And it was noted during Jock Peterson's time with the Dodgers, Dave Roberts did not like him facing lefty pitching as much as Jock Peterson wanted to. He just never was given the opportunity. And that's essentially why he ended up leaving LA to go find opportunities to play every day, which he tried last season and didn't do that well. But Dave Roberts intentionally walked him to get the lefty lefty matchup. And Jock Peterson hit a huge two RBI single so shout out jock i'm sure that felt good against his old manager and team oh yeah big shout out to jock um and i see we have an adam fun fact here yes this will this will transition as well into uh some some good pitching that happened this week oh. but there was a fun fun pitching matchup uh that happened yesterday um so Hunter Green, who we are going to talk about a little bit, has been really, really fun to watch, um, was uh, up on the mound against Adam Wainwright. Adam Wainwright drafted in the year 2000 against Hunter Green, born in 1999. That's kind of wild. <laughs> wild. Just actually unreal. <laughs> That's, Yeah. Yeah, Hunter Green blowing Hunge easily out yeah. there and, too. And if uh, if 
if uh, Albert Pujols had had an at bat against Green, Green would have pitched to somebody who was drafted before he was born. Yeah, but it didn't happen. I can't believe they didn't just get that at bat just so it happens, like, just to do it. Yeah, yeah. I think Albert was wild. like, "Nah, he's too young." <laughs> no, he was like, "I don't want to. I don't want to face that right now." <laughs> <laughs> that's a little too much heat for me. Yeah, someone that's else could do that. that. Yeah, yeah. We'll maybe do something else there. But uh, yeah, no, I know Hunter Green's been he's been really good. <laughs> well, the nights that he puts it all together, he's been really yeah. good. Right. The yes. overall stats aren't great, but on Monday night he had a you know I'm on the game score kick now a game score of 83 very solid he had seven one hit innings eight strikeouts one hit zero walks on only 87 pitches that is absolutely phenomenal the other games where he's off he still looks like he gives you like two or three good innings and then it just kind of falls apart yeah um but yeah it's funny because of those stats I've kind of when I thought about Hunter Green I was like maybe he's just kind of like a this super reliever two or three inning guy yeah. But then, like, he has nights like this, and you're like, okay, wait, maybe not. No, just... no, he's good. <laughs> yeah, maybe I was yeah. just like wrong. <laughs> it's it's uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna make a comparison that's gonna sound maybe a little too soonish. Um, but he is having a similar season problem uh, to what Robbie Ray is doing right now, which is like Robbie Ray has had like the vast majority of the innings that he's pitching, awesome, and then he just has a handful where he just gets absolutely destroyed and it makes saw, his overall stats look a lot worse than they are than like I, they should yeah i saw robbie ray's stat where it's like every single game except like two this year he's had one bad inning like yeah. he's never had more than one bad inning in a game this year it's just like he has a lot of games that are like six seven innings where he gives up like four or five runs but yep. all those runs were allowed in one inning <laughs> yeah exactly yeah Robbie Ray will have like a seven inning start where he gives up four runs all of them in like the third yeah and like otherwise he pitched six absolutely dominant innings but you know now he's sitting at an ERA that's at like six and I also saw something about him he's throwing new pitches now because his fastball slider only wasn't working. People were just like taking all the sliders. I don't know if he was tipping it or whatever, but yeah. he started to throw other pitches, including like a two seam and a change up. And yeah. it's interesting yeah. to hear a guy just pick up new pitches in the season and it worked yeah. out for them. Yeah. I mean, if it works out, but, but anyway, yeah. Tying that sort of back to, to Hunter, Hunter green, where it's just like, yeah, let him figure it out, dude. Like you've got a reigning Cy Young guy who's doing literally the same thing. Like it, it happens like, but, but man when he's on it he's on it oh yeah no doubt speaking of someone who's on it i gotta give a shout out to this guy because i question him going in the year uh shane mcclanahan i talked about uh yeah he's had a good start but um i felt like he still needed to prove himself and that's part of the reasons i wasn't as high on the raise coming in the year and um no yeah he's been incredible uh, on Thursday, he had he went eight innings pitched on the Rays, very rare. Um, two hits, uh, one run, zero earned, one walk, nine strikeouts for his highest game score of the year, 84, higher than that 100 green score we just had, which was an incredible game. Um, and yeah, every stat is impressive uh, with McClanahan, including his 187 ERA and his Major League Baseball leading 98 strikeouts this year, but for me, the most impressive stat, especially as a young stud as he is, is his 69% strike percentage 
which is the second best in baseball behind Kevin Gosman. Um, wow. But yeah. Uh, and that's just ridiculous. Um, yeah. Like I mentioned being this young gun, but then throwing as many strikes as he does. Uh, I mean, he's poised for like a Chris sale type three or four year stretch where he just takes over throwing nothing but strikes and no one could hit it. You know, it's just crazy. Yeah, for sure. I see you have a little game down here on the bottom of this raise. A spicy yes. question. Yes. Spicy so question. it's, uh, so you have to, I'm going to give you three pitchers. Cut one, uh, one year deal for one and long-term deal for one. Your three pitchers are Shane McClanahan, Alec Manoa, and Logan Webb. Oh. Oh, okay. See, we're, we're all very biased in this question, I feel like. Uh, I mean, a, a little bit, yeah. I That's I would tough. Eh, cut web one year from McClanahan, long term Manoa. Yeah, I mean, I feel like so. I feel like whoever you ask this question to, they're gonna keep their player. Like if you ask a Rays fan, they're gonna keep McClanahan. Like I'm keeping Web. Yeah, I'm not gonna get rid of Web. And comes down to Manoa and McClanahan. And you got to go Manoa over McClanahan right now. So I did the one year to him and cut really? McClanahan, but that's wild. All right. You think I'm crazy in saying you got to go Manoa over McClanahan? One year deal. You get the fireball lefty that only throws strikes and is missing leads baseball and all of with this all is strikeouts. Fair. I guess um, for a one year deal, I see your point, but it's just, yeah. I don't know. That's a tough question. Dude, also, I'm looking at the Rays pitchers, and they have this guy named Jeffrey Springs, who I've never heard of. Really? He started eight guys and has a 1.4 ERA. That's just wild to me. That a guy <laughs> He's been on the Rays for a little bit now. Yeah. yeah, I just, I swear I've never heard of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's 29 anyway, years old. Anyway, I just want to bring up, uh, McClanahan has a 1.87 ERA through 72 and one-third. Manoa's got a 1.81 ERA through 69 and two-thirds. Yeah. Another like... Guy they are the two best of those three pitchers right now. Yes. Yeah. No, absolutely. But you know, that's the thing. If I'm being asked to make a decision right now, okay. see, I have to take Webb's postseason pitching into account. And now he pitched the second half of last year. That dude was on another level. So sure. fair. That's why I have to throw Webb in there, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. For whatever reason, I just feel um, most confident in, in uh well because for me i guess it's also bias i've seen these two more i think i'm gonna cut web but then i think mcclanahan's more nasty right now but then manoa i have more confident confidence in to stay healthy for whatever reason i think it's just because he's a bigger dude you feel more confident in that bigger frame <laughs> a bigger man so i guess i'll i'll sign him to the long-term deal and i'll have mcclanahan on a one-year um though now that brian's talking about playoffs it's like maybe i'll sign web to that one year but I'll stick with okay. what i said if you know you're gonna be good <laughs> yeah yeah no fair it's very fair all around uh one thing i want to shout out i don't know before well it is a pitcher who did it uh did you guys see the play zach Plezak made off the mound that was ridiculous that was like one of the most athletic plays i've ever seen a pitcher going to his right got the ball and like jumped and essentially did the Derek Jeter to first and gunned yeah. the guy out. Yeah, it was Zach, please Zach, way to make a play. 
yeah, love good pitching defense plays. Dude, yeah, especially plays like that where it's just pure athleticism. Like, oh, I don't know how you don't like watching those. Yeah. And I, oh, the best part was he starts, he turns around, just he's going to the dugout before the ball's even in the glove. <laughs> oh, yeah, he knew it. <laughs> I mean, when you make that play, you know, you just like, dude, that's some. <laughs> That's some stuff you try at adult softball, and you th- you think you you think you look like that, but you look nowhere near that. Yeah. Oh yeah. The stuff that you do in practice. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, do that. Oh, if you haven't seen the Zach Please Act play, please look it up and watch it. It's just it's that impressive. Oh yeah, big time athlete right there. Um, I don't know. Um. I was going to say, oh, a fun little hitting story now. Uh, Eddie Eduardo Escobar, um, cycle Monday night for the Mets, um, who I am now deeming America's new team. The Mariners are out. It's now the Mets. I, I don't know about giving it to the Mets, but. Nope, I'm on board with it. Um, I'm on board with it. That's yeah, America's I, team. I think so. Six See, RBI me, cycle. Okay, wait, go for it. Six RBI cycle. Eduardo Escobar not had the exact year he was envisioning going into it, though. If you talk to Mets fans, you they just rave about the at bats he's been putting up. He's I as I don't know. It's hard for me to find pitches per plate appearance. I don't know if you guys could help me with that, but if you watch the the Mets, uh, Eduardo Escobar's pitches per plate appearance is incredible, and I want to. Uh, it'd be nice to find that stat because um, I'm. I mean. I feel very confident that Eduardo Escobar is, is pretty high on that list. He's just battling up there and it's good for him to get some results. You know, it's uh, Trevor Plouffe calls him five tool light. Cause he's got all the five tools. He's not like a MVP guy, but he could do just about everything. Oh, that's a firework. <laughs> so I found it. That's just the national league though. Where's the American? League? I know it's hard to find. Um, well, Eduardo Escobar is National American League. League. He is National League. I know, yeah. but I'm looking at the American League. Uh, American League, the top fives, Aaron Hicks, Jose Abreu, Jorge Polanco, Yasmani Grandal, and Anthony Santander. Yasmani makes sense for sure. Um, okay, wait, let me find it. Where is it? So why are you on board, Adam, that the Mets are America's new team? Uh, I think people are so... I, I mean, I think it's the, they're this, they're America's team in the same way that everybody hates the Yankees, like America, like the Yankees are America's anti-team, right? And so everybody just wants the other New York team to do good. I feel like it's like the New York Knicks in basketball. Like if the Knicks are good, everybody wants the Knicks to do well because they're not the Nets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not Brooklyn. <laughs> No doubt. And I and I think also the, the Mets have a scrappy element about them that a lot of people gravitate towards, but then they also have some star power, especially when they're all healthy and Scherzer and DeGrom. And yeah, for sure. Pete Alonzo. Yeah, they're also, yeah, they're a very likable team. Okay, I oh, found yeah. the top 20. Eduardo Escobar is not in the top 20 for the National League. Oh, yeah. He's scrapping <laughs> still. He's, He's still scrapping. good. We still like it. Yeah. And just the Mets have that culture. They uh, last I checked, I don't know if this is still true, uh, but lead baseball in infield hits and they're miles ahead of the next closest team. So I'm assuming it's still true. 
And that's just that Buck Showalter culture. They're hustling everything out. Jeff McNeil, Eduardo Escobar, Starling Marte, Mark Canna, Brandon Nimmo. You got some dogs on that team that are going to run everything out. And you love to see it. So my counter argument to the Mets being America's team. Okay. Like the Knicks, nobody cares about them. Oh, whoa, hey, just, whoa, whoa, whoa. It is what it is. You're talking about New York baseball. Nobody's going to want to talk not about wrong. the Mets. So, <laughs> but when I think about America's team, I think who is the most fun to like, just like see highlights and watch. And last year, it was the Mariners and Marlins. Those two teams were fun. Mostly the Mariners. They were America's team. And it, a lot of that came from their announcer. Like you saw those highlight clips of the announcer just going wild. Yeah. The plays they were making on field. I think America's team, just the most fun team to see stuff of right now, is the New York Yankees. I mean, yeah, but, how yeah, many, but no. Yeah, how but, many yeah, but, no, 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 Brian, how Brian. Many, yeah, but Brian, have you considered that it's the Yankees? I mean, have you considered that we literally <laughs> have a video of Garrett Cole just smacking Mr. Cortez's butt after a home run? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's clips like that. Wearing bucket all hats. This, all the starting pitchers wearing bucket hats. I mean, Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton just hitting balls into the, another universe. Right. Jose no, no, no. Trevino with crazy walk-off stories. He's hit a walk-off on his dad's birthday and his son's birthday. This Yankees team, their fun is just off the charts right now. Sure, sure. No, no, no. I, I'll, I'll agree. They're fun, but they can't be America's team. They literally just can't be. Yankees are the finest team in baseball, period. Yes. But they, I just think the Yankees and the Astros, they are removed are from contention, disqualified yeah. from being they're not America's allowed. team and the Dodgers. Yeah, they are literally, they're just not allowed. Well, I am uh, putting in a protest for the new America's team. <laughs> <laughs> Look, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to, you want to throw yourself in with the Yankees fans? Dude, be my oh, guest. I'm already all on board as the Yankees <laughs> as my AL team right now. Dude, that Yankees team is just so much fun. Well, and I love the fun. For me, I think America's team needs to be a team that um, is a lot of, loving. a lot of people that are just kind of your average baseball fans that like another team will be like, yeah, I kind of like that team this year. And I, I, think, I think that is all right. Funny. Well, then America's team is the Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> and I just I'm think the Yankees are a team that is just, yeah. an, and, and like the Astros, like I mentioned, are just a mental block for too many people yep. where they're that like, is, that refuse is refuse to will, say, I kind of like that team this year. I will give it to you. I will concede. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I like, I, I think I, that, because I, I, I don't think, know if I can get on board with the Mets though, personally. No, that's, Look, it's I think fair. the Angels uh, so, had a good bid until like, they went on that losing. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But like, I think, I think, like, America's team is the one that, like, if you asked a ton of people who their second favorite team is, and like, it's the one who gets the most answers. And I guarantee you, it ain't the Yankees. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, well, maybe it's the Angels. They're going pretty good. Then I had a huge crash. Yeah, America, America's they, team. they have to make a. They have to make a. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> they have to make a big run to get back there. But I, yes, that's a rough joke. Um, I don't know how. I don't know how we're doing on time. We we've definitely gone for a long time. But want to talk about some series coming up this year? Sure. <laughs> um. The yeah, oh man. So in the Marlins of, and though, the Phillies. Uh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
why are we talking about the Marlins and the Phillies? That's the getting back on track um, Super Bowl. Why does it say teams getting back on crash? As, I don't know. I'm very confused. Grammarly uh, is dumb. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, I must say Marlins Phillies personally don't really care much about this series. No, I'm kind of hyped about it. You got some potential. Okay. You get some really good Marlins pitching against some really powerful Phillies bats. That could be good. I if think the Phillies, Phillies win the series sweep, easy. If the Phillies sweep, that's huge for the Phillies. Oh yeah, if the massive. Phillies sweep, I'm done caring about the Marlins. Yeah. Well, wow, that's that's a little anyway. Oh, that like, anyway. The more real, important though. series. This is the battle for number one in the AL West. Uh, it's the Astros and the Rangers. I I, ha- I can't even comprehend what you just said. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. That's the first and second place teams in the AL West, Brian. Second place by technicality, not by wins. Um. Yeah. yeah um, I, it says here, uh, I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking that the Rangers do not finish top two in this division. Oh, spice. That's not spicy. That's <laughs> not even remotely spicy. <laughs> I don't know. I heard that. I thought the Rangers were the favorite to win the West. So that oh, they are for me. <laughs> Adam's like, but I'm delusional. <laughs> anyway, uh, twi- Twins versus the X uh, America's team. Oh, it's so heartbreaking just to say. Yeah, Mariners, uh, before the Red Sox series, had won four series in a row, trying to kind of get back on track. Um, and then the Twins trying to keep up that uh, lead in the AL Central. So that'll be a little interesting. Not yeah. not the three spiciest series, uh, as we mentioned, but some quality series in the beginning of the week. And then we wow. get really spicy oh, midweek. Wait, real quick, before you go to the spiciness. Uh, for the twins, the Byron, did you see that Byron Buxton home run where he like didn't even dumb. swing like a ball? check swing? Yeah. Our, yeah. uh, what, it, what's it called? Our boosted balls. What do they call them? <laughs> juiced uh, balls. Juice. Juiced balls. I could not think of juiced balls. Are we back to juiced balls? Cause I think we might be. I don't know. I, it also feels like that, that could be one of those weird things where like, you know, a, like there might actually just be a little more force behind the swing than you think, but also like. And sometimes if you just hit the right spot on a bat, it just jumps off. But it you're looked incredibly wrong. strong. Right. And yeah, <laughs> no. and yeah, and you're built like Byron Buxton. Um that was yeah, just ridiculous, but it, though. It just <laughs> yeah. looks wrong. Yeah, it looks wrong. it looks like I don't know if you guys have ever seen the the like stupid meme like mashup things where like it's like a player goes around and turns for a bunt and then it cuts to it going just absolutely yeah. nuked out of the park it looked like that it did yeah. look like that which quick shout out my favorite one of that is when it's the sean murphy getting hit in the butt yeah that is a great one um, uh well to get us back on track yes we got rays versus america's team the yankees <laughs> brian no <laughs> Okay, Brian, you, enough, I'm sorry, right? You're fair trying enough. to claim that the Yankees are America's team in a in a call with two AL East fans <laughs> is not happening. D- stop. <laughs> hey, yeah. Sorry, not America's team, but the number one team in baseball. Yes. Versus the Agreed. third place Rays. Uh, yeah. Great series. I think the Yankees win the series personally. Yeah, probably. I kind of hope they do because. Uh, 
Jays are Jays are fighting for that second place, and I'd love to see so them actually. Are, are you kind of throwing the talent for first already? No, but, but okay. you okay. still want to fight for any gap that you can get. That is fair. That is fair. Yeah, and then uh, also midweek we got Brewers versus Mets. Uh, uh, no, yeah, I mean America, the funnest team in baseball, and America's team with some good series in the middle of the week. You gotta figure out how you're gonna Whoa, divide up. I thought your time. we just said the Yankees. Oh, wait, okay. No. Okay. I thought you were talking about the Brewers being the funnest team. No, the Yankees no. are the funnest okay. team. No, no, no. I'm back. I'm back. Yankees. Yeah. I'm back. I'm back. Anyway, we have the <laughs> oldest team in baseball, the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> in the oldest um stadium. Hey. Stadium. Oh, or no, I'm maybe Wrigley's really older. Is Wrigley really older? Yeah. I don't know. Oh. They're both ancient. Yeah. But yeah, Cardinals, Red Sox, battle of uh, some some red unis. That'd yes. be a good one. <laughs> Battle of the Red Unis. Battle of the Red Unis. There's too many. Never mind. Too many red uniforms. <laughs> Yankees have a big week, man. So they go Yankees Rays and then Yankees Blue Jays. Yeah. Say huge, dude. If the Yankees come out this week with, I mean, honestly, the Yankees split the week. They're happy. Three and three on the week. They're happy. Sure. Assuming both are three game series. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. I hope that uh, I hope that the Blue Jays take that series against the Yankees. It'd be nice. <laughs> I also love this is a I, I, it's not on here, but uh, the Blue Jays play the Orioles for the first time this year, this week. Wow, they've yet to play the Orioles this year. Yeah, there's some. I'm sure that's like some weird schedule thing. They were probably supposed to play the Orioles, I assume, in that like first week of the season. Yeah. That got but, canceled, uh, but that's some weird schedule stuff. Yeah, well, I was mentioning how I didn't know how many home runs Judge had, and it's like the Yankees played the Red Sox first series, and I feel like I haven't seen the Yankees since. Yeah, um, which is kind of a little odd as well. Um, schedules are weird. Yeah, especially, especially this, year. this year. Yeah, lockout, fun stuff. Um, White Sox versus Astros as well. I mean, do I mean? I mean, if White Sox fire Tony, they won't. They won't. Um, Hopefully the Astros give them another reason to. <laughs> uh, um, but now the most controversial on this list, and it's a question more than a statement, the Cleveland Guardians versus the Los Angeles Dodgers. Is this worth being on the, the series to watch list? I mean, I, yes, I think so. Yeah, dude. I mean, the Cleveland Guardians are seven and three in their last ten. They have a winning record, playing a division leader. Now, if Cleveland gets absolutely rolled, then maybe maybe Cleveland I mean, the, the uh, takes Dodgers a week off. Swept. But no, for sure. But you know, we'll see. It'll be interesting. I I, I think it could be a really really good series though. Yeah, yeah for sure. Let's go Guardians. Giants are number one team in baseball. Okay, I think I'm ready. To go. Uh, <laughs> okay. I don't know about that one, bud. <laughs> That's you're calling uh, me delusional. No, COVID, yeah, Yankees COVID are has some side one. effects. has got to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, like I, I agree with everything I said earlier. Giants are capable of beating anyone, but not there yet. Yankees are number one team in baseball. Uh, with that, anything else you guys want to say? No, I'm I'm huh? going to Boston. Can't promise Ooh. any chicken tenders reviews, but Ooh. we'll give you the r- report on Fenway Park. If you nice. go to Fenway, 
I think a chicken tender review is necessary, even if you have to do it by yourself. <laughs> of nowhere. How do you go to the bathroom and get some chicken tenders? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, with that, I think that is episode 57 of Nonstop Baseball Podcast. Goodbye. Later.